Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. I'm Sean. I didn't. I didn't really do anything. This week. You. You are so full of it. You are so full of it. Hey, but, don't but, look. But, don't look but, for an amazing local haul, because I mean that that did not happen. Did well, not happen. I haven't picked up nothing. Yeah, well, neither did I, so uh, here you go, folks. You, you won't have a local haul this week. Uh, but in other news, uh, something that actually got me this week was uh, we lost the great Steve Ditko. And I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, like, this is one of those when, when I read it, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. And then I started seeing the memes, you know, of, all the amazing things that Steve had done. And I was like, holy crap, who's cutting onions around here? Like that there, it, I just, you know, because he was, he's the co-creator of seriously my favorite childhood hero, still one of my favorite heroes of all time. Well, I mean, when you, when you talk about Spider-Man, you talk about Ditko, Ramita, Uh, boom, he's right there. I mean, he was the first guy. He was the original guy. He was Amazing Fantasy 15. He was like issue one through whatever of the original run of Spider-Man. I mean... He's the the template to all other artists' comparisons of Spider-Man. He does a great job, but is he he as good as Ditko? I mean, for me, Steve's up there. He's a a 1A, 1B for me. When it comes to my Spider-Man artists, yeah, and I've I've said on the podcast before that I I wasn't a huge fan of Ditko's art, but it, it deserves its accolades in 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 the place and time it is. I mean, looking back on it, it, it's got kind of a characteristic to it in those old issues. But then, you know, in the '90s when he was working, and he has. Speedball is one of his characters. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> uh. I mean, the best thing to happen to that character was when it became Penance and what, whatever it was. If you look back on it, uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, he oh. did all those old classic Strange Tales, Doctor Strange. That's all Ditko. His origin, everything, his creation. Blue Beetle. I did not know that. Mr. A, I did not know that. Uh, The question, I did know. I have seen uh, a lot of question art by Steve Ditko. I had to go back and look, but yeah, I, in that big local hall a few, like a month ago or a couple months ago, I have the Creeper number one and two, and those are both by Steve Ditko. And uh, I'll have to go back and give those a look. I was flipping through them earlier, but... um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just sad that these guys, you know, we're, we're getting fewer and fewer opportunities to meet the people that, you know, started this all. I mean, we still got Stan, thank goodness. You know, we, we've, but Jack is gone, uh, Ditko. Oh, but. but let me talk to you about what I actually did this week. Now, Sean, I need your input on this. I want to know where you want to go first. What do you want to hear about first? Because I went and did... Three things this week. Two were a movie. One was an experience. So, where do you want to go first? Let, let, let's start with the experience. Well, um, we went and seen Def Leppard and Journey uh, last oh, night. Oh. And if you're, you know, I assume people are of my age. Uh, and if you 
are of my age or Sean's age, you know, Def Leppard and Journey were part of your experience growing up, and it was a really great show. Uh, Def Leppard was really, really great. My wife really wanted to see Journey uh, for, you know, the unique experience of Arnell, this uh, guy who's come in and sounds like Steve Perry and... uh, you know, really, really pulls it off. It's kind of funny. I mean, obviously he didn't pull off Steve, being Steve Perry, but I mean his voice and the performance of those guys, Neil Sean and all them up there. It was a really, really fun show. That's awesome. And do you uh, know my first cassette tape was Def Leppard? <laughs> my first was my first cassette tape was ACDC. It it was Who Made Who. It was oh, nice. in. Whenever the red Mustang, whenever we started tearing it apart after we bought it, it that tape was under the seat, and it still worked. <laughs> so you did. You're right. And this is mine. Yeah. You know that who made awesome. who was the soundtrack to Maximum Overdrive. That's awesome. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> love that movie. Big green goblin face on a semi. All right, man. Uh, let's actually put some real-world experience to Internet Rumor, and you tell us all about Solo. No, I'm not going to tell you all about Solo. Uh, but I well, am, tell us, I, tell I, us I am what gonna, you think we should know. I am going to quash some things about Solo. First of all, I think the Internet's full of a bunch of idiots. Cause, um, well, I mean, we all know that. I had a wonderful great experience watching Solo. It was one of the funnest movies I've seen in a while. And I mean smiling from ear to ear fun. This movie was great. My children loved this movie. I loved this movie. The entire theater got up and clapped and gave it a standing ovation. I am wow. not I'm not lying. People stood up around me and started clapping. I was like, "What? What is going on here? This is weird. <laughs> you don't there's nobody here. Why are you clapping?" But uh, the movie is fun. It is really fun. I cannot emphasize. It's fun. Uh, the the uh, Einreich guy, the the guy playing, you know, Solo, he's great. Uh, uh, Kira, uh, Khaleesi, uh, Amelia, whatever you want to call her, she was yeah. she was fun. It was great. the 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 big thing at the end that you don't know about that everybody knows about. It, it was good. The whole story's great. And um, uh, let me tell you about Lando. Donald Glover is spot on Lando. I mean, it, it, it's creepy how well he. It, it's it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like Dr. McCoy in the new Star Trek movies. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. It's awesome. I, I love this Donald movie. Lover. I liked... I never, I never doubted that casting. I, I thought it was great, and that's... A, I mean, I haven't seen it, so... But, I, lo- uh, I liked this movie better than Episode 8. Than, than Last Jedi. I liked oh, this movie... Well, uh, hold, hold on. I liked this movie better than Rogue One. Uh, that that's a huge statement. I'll I'll need to I'll need to check that one out personally because Rogue One is is probably number four in the list of my favorite Star Wars films. I mean it's 
It's a notcher, top notch. So, well, I, in today's quote unquote political climate, if if you if you're somebody who tends to get your your knickers in a twist about something, you probably could with the movie. But I mean, I I didn't. It flew by me. I, I loved it. It was great. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. I'm I'm probably gonna wait for uh, DVD Blu-ray. That's fine. We went. I took uh, Logan and his cousin to the Melba, and we had a great experience. It was a great theater experience. That's awesome. And it was from from the time they started out, and they his story, and it's not. You know, you have the problem of the prequels, which is you know the old joke about. Uh, he's he's a kid and he's really sad. <laughs> the uh, the story of Han Solo here is told really well. It's told very naturally. And then I was thinking about how it ties into Empire Strikes Back, and, and it, it really works narratively. I mean, that first time you have that meeting between Lando and and Han. You kind of you you can see it very easily being I, I mean they 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 weave the story in very well it's not kind of disjointed to the movie it's going to relate to later it it kind of it makes sense that way it, it was it's very solid on that story sense of it you know why Lando treats him the way he does in Empire I do kind of bemoan that. I don't know that I'd want somebody to watch this first and then get to Empire. I mean, of course, old man here. Oh, you should see Empire, you know, the original three, blah, blah, blah. I, I understand that. But if somebody does watch Solo and then watches Empire for the first time, it works. That's awesome. But uh, I, I did a two for this weekend. <laughs> me, me, I took... Logan opening night to Ant-Man and the Wasp as well, oh, which see, is already I hit. Should, I should be speaking to you about this right here, right now, and I was unable to make it this morning, and so I do not have the Ant-Man Wasp experience. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, I mean, not everybody goes to church every weekend. I mean, I get you. You're fine. You don't have to. Nobody. <laughs> you're all right. Sorry, I'm but, sorry. But uh, Ant-Man and Wasp is already at $161 million, and uh, I can tell you why. It is, it, is, it is also fun and funny and really good. If you like the first movie, you will like this movie. Uh, gosh, the, the D.A. Marvel is going to lead the way in the science behind de-aging people, I, I swear. The, uh, the this time it's almost seamless. Um, like the Michelle Pfeiffer stuff is is like not even uncanny valley. I mean, it's just if you didn't know Michelle Pfeiffer is as old as she was, I, I think they they nailed it with this one. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and she, uh, whew. I mean, she's an older lady now, but she is still very. Pretty attractive, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so, so Michael Pena, eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I plead the fifth. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, you're leaving me hanging on that. I, I oh. am I am going to leave you hanging because I want to spoil nothing of that experience. Absolutely oh, I'm so nothing. Excited. I'm so excited, dude. Like when when I thought I was going to get to go this morning, I was just sitting here thinking. Uh, last night when I was crashed out, I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear a story by Michael Pena. Be- <laughs> uh, nope. You're not going to get me to do it. So, we're we're and, skipping and, over and that. I, and I know you're not going to talk directly about it, but a good tie-in to uh, Infinity War? Um, It's too fresh. Let's not talk about that. Um, okay. All right. I mean, of course, these movies are tied together in a certain way. Um, but there's not really anything I can or can't say without giving you a little, little spoiler, so... Okay. I, I don't. Want, I don't that. want to do that. Just leave we'll it do, at that. Yeah. But uh, the movie was really fun, really great. There's a couple of bad guys uh, that have different motives. The uh, ghost is really. Uh, I don't want to say really well done, but I mean she's solid and it works for the story. And I don't. I don't have a problem with her. Um, the t- the stereotypical southern guy that uh, Walton Goggins is playing really kind of graded on me, but that's the way Hollywood does every southern person. So I mean, there's nothing you can really do about that. Right. We are called not so southern gentlemen for a reason. <clears throat> but anyway, um, other than that, solid, really good. Go see it. Go see it. Awesome. Go see it. <clears throat> now, I had heard this rumor as well. Uh, live action Gundam film. It's not a. It's not a rumor. That's confirmed. Legendary confirmed that they're working on a a Gundam a, a sec. Hey, <laughs> hey. This is not the first live action Gundam movie, but a big budget live action Gundam movie. Um, how do you how do you feel about that, Sean? Now, you were huge into. Gundam Wing. Yes. But did you do main universe Gundam? That's fine. I, I dude. Giant robots on screen fighting stuff, fighting in space. Uh as long as it's not Michael Bay, I'm down. That's what I mean, anybody but Michael Bay. Hashtag anybody but Michael Bay, and I'm I'm there. I won't lie to you. I mean, seeing that uh, Gundam in Ready Player One was uh, quite an experience, and if we can get a movie that will replicate that, but for two hours, mm-hmm. oh man, <laughs> I'm I'm in. I'm yeah. so in, and and of course, yeah, your expectations are kind of you know blown out of the water. There, you know, Gundam is is of course a soap opera esque. Japanese right. anime about a mechanic who, you know, to protect, takes over this Gundam and has its political intrigue and military stuff and not, it's not big robots smacking each other in the face every every other second, but right. Uh, I really would like to see that work out well. Oh, I would love to see it. I mean, as long as it's well done, I'm, I'm there. I want to watch it. I'll support it. You know, uh, this would be super exciting for me. I, I I really liked all the Gundam series. Obviously, Wing was my favorite. You know this. I obsessed over it for 
couple of years solid. Uh, it, I would love to see more of it, and live action sounds incredible. Yeah, all I want to see is uh, the GP-02A. Probably awesome. not, but uh, the nuclear Gundam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. But, um, your, your course, it'd be the RX-78. Um, and if you if you just know barely what Gundam is, then that, that means nothing to you. But there's... Um, what what story was that? I'm thinking of Stardust Memory. That was yep. uh, that was the one I got all of the VHS tapes of, and uh, that's what got and, me started. Actually, and have watched several times. Um, I mean, I even have. I even first. bought that. I bought it on uh, DVD. Whenever they first did a DVD compilation of it, I, I bought it again. I haven't watched the complete thing, but that that really got me into it. I also have. Uh, um, war in, war in the pocket, which is really great, and the the animation with these is is top notch. I mean, Gundam at the time, whenever the anime was coming back big in the United States, when Dragon Ball Z was on the air and finishing up, and and, and Gundam had hit again, and you had a new Gundam series every summer. You were getting a, a turn of Gundam, and you're getting. Uh, Gundam Wing, and you're getting the Boxer Gundam. I have no idea. I can't remember what the heck it was. But you, you had your main universe Gundam stories coming out as well. Animation was great. Um, I really would like to see a resurgence in this. You know, everything's gone more of uh, Teen Titans Go kind of stuff. And and right, what's that other one? What does Logan watch? The Steven like, Universe, that, yeah. you know. Oh, See, I like Gravity Falls and The Hollow are a couple of really good Logan ones. just Logan just watched The Hollow. He said it was really good. Now, Gravity good. Falls, I I have not watched all of, but I really, I do like it. I like the idea. Oh, I, I like the idea of X-Files. Um, uh, Cartoons? Uh, well, X-Files and, uh, oh... Firewalk with me. What the heck? Why can't I think of the name of the show? Uh, uh, Laura Palmer. She's wrapped in plastic. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yes, but it has an animated kid show. I I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. I I I like it. She's now, dead. Wrapped in plastic. Have you heard of the subreddit? Thanos did nothing wrong. <laughs> well. Uh, if I hadn't before this week, dear God, how could I not? It was so, all all over everything. My my mobile device. Oh God, look what Reddit's doing. I'm like, oh God, I'm on Reddit. Okay, I get it. Somebody somebody's clever. Okay. <laughs> I, I I love the idea that you know here's this subreddit. Thanos did nothing wrong. All these like-minded people, you know. Oh yeah. Every now and then, 50% of everybody should be eliminated. It keeps things going. This is how progression is made and all this. And all of a sudden, they're like, wait, shouldn't we fall under that order? And so now, at an unknown date and time, uh, they're guessing somewhere around 110,000 people are going to be banned from Reddit. Yeah, banned from that subreddit. That that subreddit uh, was 
you know, it was growing. Uh, I believe at the time of the article I had read, it was a little over 220,000. So at some point in time, some mod is going to pick half of that subreddit and ban them permanently because that's what Thanos would do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it. It's such a good idea. It's so much fun. And I love the fact that, you know, they, they created this so that they could come together and then all of a sudden they were like, uh-oh, we have to abide by our own rules. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of online communities I, I, just because I'm, I'm not an online community type guy but reddit is kind of a different animal for, for me I really kind of like how you could slip in slip out of red of subreddits and I, I, I really like reddit like uh, r slash so free folk is hilarious if you like Game of Thrones. And you're not a kneeler. Don't be a kneeler. Go to r slash free folk. Um, but yeah, I really like stuff that, that happens on Reddit. Reddit. Reddit's always been quite entertaining to me. Uh, you know, Reddit seems kind of like the the normal man's 4chan. 4chan goes a little... <laughs> 4chan's a little too intense for me. It's a little uh, much. It's a little like... Uh, a little hot in there. It's, it's a little like, hot. Reddit is kind of like, yeah, I go, I go to comic, I go, I go to Comic Con. That's fine. Four uh, uh, chan's more like, well, no way, man. Let's let's back that truck up. We may not want to label it that way. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> something about a like a furry convention or something, but no, 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 no. <laughs> maybe not. Let's not do that. Oh, I know, but oh, I, I do love Reddit. I I enjoy it, and the communities that actually come together on there seem to be. Uh, pretty good, pretty entertaining, and I had read that article and thought, that is hilarious. Now, something else that has been bothering me this week, and if you, you were talking about all the stuff scrolling across our phones this no, week. No, this is all you, dude. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, you're I'm, oh. you're up in the night. <laughs> well, well, five or six different articles Coming across my Facebook, coming, I seen two of them on Vero, which is odd, and they said Nicholas Cage cast as Spider Man, and I mean that's the huge, big, bold, you know, clickbaity title, and people, you know, obviously that love to comment before they read, oh, this is stupid, blah blah blah, why would they cast him as Spider Man and all this? He's going to be the voice. Of Spider-Man Noir in the Spider-Verse. That's it. That's it. One little voice actor part. He's not Spider-Man Peter Parker. He's, I mean, is Spider-Man Noir Peter Parker? I don't know that. My own question. Uh, but I, I just hate the fact that here's this giant, big, bold article and... You're, you're doing it because you know people are going to do the angry face and type a bunch of BS and not read it, but Nicolas Cage is not straight-up Spider-Man. He's going to be the voice actor for Spider-Man Noir. Noir. That is it. That is it. Ugh. I have a problem with that. <laughs> it's just... It, it, it annoys me. It's getting to the point where you're like, all right, 
You know everybody's looking for clickbait. Why do you keep doing it? Why? Like, because I guess because people keep clicking. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I do my best to just avoid that crap, and it, it just annoys the heck out of me when sites that I trust for my comic book news turn around and do the same thing that some of them claim, oh, we don't do that. Well, you, you did. Ugh, so annoying. But let me tell you what is not annoying. Tell and, me what's uh, not annoying. Tell me about I'm, this. I'm, Tell me about you getting back into crack, Sean. I'm I'm back into crack. That's right. <clears throat> I uh my my friends and I at work have decided to jump back on Diablo 3 uh with this season 14 just came out and uh we would like to try to make a push at maybe some high rankings, completing some very very high level stuff. And so I'm back into Diablo 3. I I went two weeks ago. I rolled a brand new character. As of uh, about an hour ago, I am Paragon 642, which means I'm 642 levels plus 70. I've got uh, three different characters rolled. I've got a Whirlwind Barbarian I have a Captain America Crusader. I mean, oh, I'm in, man. I, 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 and I'm and I'm to that point to where this is the part I love it is where, you know, oh, you're supposed to grab all these five set pieces. Well, that's the easy part, technically. The 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 good part, the part that I love that that I find so addictive is the min maxing where you're like. Okay. Now, Sean, I, I, this is a this is something I've heard before. What exactly is min maxing? Okay, so there, you know, if you got a piece of armor and it has four stats on it, you know, strength, dexterity, vitality, and life. There's there are stats on there all those are good i mean all of those are positive stats and you would think you would try to get all of them to be the most uh -huh. well that that's not true you just want to focus on what you can do the maximum amount of damage with or or depending on your role you know if you're a healer you want the maximum amount of healing so therefore any other stat is of minimum value to you 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 can you can pretty much re-roll it. You can enchant over. Do what you need to do to get rid of the stats that you find to get rid of. You just don't need them. You know this would be a good stat. You know because oh this is helping keep me alive. Well, the keep alive stat isn't as important as becoming stronger because if you can burn it down fast enough, then you don't need the strength. Mm -hmm. So so it's all dependent on the role, and, and that's where I love is when I'm sitting there and I have two pieces of gear and they are near identical, and you have to literally crunch the numbers to calculate which is more powerful in the long run. That is where, like, that is where I shine. That is what I found addicting in World of Warcraft, and that's, you know... I'm not. I'm not ditching any of my uh, 
fatherly responsibilities or anything, but I'm definitely putting in some time on Diablo three and I, I love it. It has, it has filled an addiction need that I, I didn't even know I was missing. I was like, this is awesome. So let me, let me ask this now, uh, world of Warcraft and Diablo three are, are, are different games, but yes, it seems like now, do I understand this correctly? Diablo three is like if you if you father. did if you did uh if you basically did a raid the whole time in World of Warcraft, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good good way to put it. Yes. Um you that is the way it is, especially when you're in a group. It, it's just a dungeon crawler game mm-hmm. to where you can control the you know, the amount of enemies, the strength of the enemies you you can control it and you can take it to astronomical levels. Oh, that's what I've heard. I've heard there are people that like spit that that have beat the game, but they go back and they get every single spot on the map, every corner, every shiny thing possible in oh, this game. Well, well, in in Diablo three, now that uh, on PlayStation four and uh, you know other gaming con- uh, PC especially. There's there's what you were calling raids or instances that you would have in WoW is called a rift and a greater rift in uh, Diablo 3. And you can go, uh, I think, uh, regular rifts are anywhere from, you know, normal, expert, master, you know. And then you hit these uh, items called torments. And when you hit those torments, go up to torment thirteen, and that's the maximum for like a regular rift. But as far as um, greater rifts, I, I know those are like one twenty-five plus. And I can't even just to give you a scale of the type of damage a one twenty-five rift might need, because I don't even know. I uh, one of the objectives I have to complete is to solo run a 70 rift by myself and that allows me to start you know gain this uh achievement which lets me uh find better and better gear i hit for somewhere around 1.2 to 1.7 trillion points and i can't complete a 70 <laughs> now this this game is also co-op correct it's not it's not yes you can I have mean, up to four people. Okay, but now, are those balanced like like your instances in World War? I mean, do you have no. like a you you no. don't have like a tank and and you 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 have set it up that way. Um, obviously, if you want to push you know farther and farther, you need to have the most meta group, and I believe. Uh, I'm not really aware of what the exact meta group is right now. You need um, like a, a monk that can do zero DPS. All, the monk does zero TPS. They're basically a tank. And then everybody else uh, just supports them. Gotcha. And uh, you, you can set that up in multiple ways. But in in Diablo, there's no, there's no set meta. You know, if you wanted to play WoW... You, you needed a healer, you needed a tank, you need those uh, two DPS and a range. That's just the way it is, you know, if you want to complete certain things. In Diablo, honestly, if you have the big enough guns, 
you can run whatever you want with whatever group you want. But the the gameplay works kind of similar, right? You have hotkeys and cooldowns and, and rotations yes. Yes. you use. Yes, okay. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, that means I could really get into this game. <laughs> Dude, if you if seriously, if you ever hopped on or if anybody listening, um PlayStation uh name is Sayaka S A I A K A add me i i have no problem we we've helped two or three people level recently and that just purchased the game and wanted to you know i want to try it out okay hop on uh like i've always if you give us two or three hours with me and my friends we can level you up to 70 and then the real game begins nice sean did you get any local hall Absolutely nothing. Me neither. Okay. Well, let's talk about Have You Seen It? Because I wanted to talk about one movie in particular. Um, every now and then, I get the great experience of watching a movie for the first time with my son. For his mm-hmm. first time. I've seen the movie. I want to see his experience and, and, and see that through his eyes. We watched Inception. Oh, wow. And he loved it. Absolutely loved it. And and I told, of course, I told him beforehand. I'm like, now, this isn't ju- this isn't a big action. There's a lot of action in it, but there is, this is a movie where you kind of have to turn your brain on and start thinking about it now because there are layers upon layers, almost literally, of what is going on in this movie. So mm-hmm. it's not work, but you want to sit down and think about it. So he went in and. He just really loved it. He went back like the next day. I had, you know, asked him my questions and, and we'd had a good time with it. He was watching all the special features and everything to the movie. He kept it in there a couple of days before he was done with it. So that was well, well, that was really fun. I want to know what does he think the top is doing? Is oh, it, he think, he it, thinks he, it's staying up. He thinks okay. it's he thinks he's in the dream. All right, all right. I think it's about to topple. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, as uh, as a parent, you want to believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's it. That's it. Yeah, you're like uh, this thing better topple. Um, it really great movie, man. I I really loved Inception. It was, it, it was so well done. It was the, you know, not not just for the the visuals, which are incredible. Yeah, if you uh, love Doctor Strange, go back and watch Inception. I mean, it oh, is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's a page right out of that book. Mm-hmm. I mean, Doctor I, Strange I, took the page out of Inception. Yeah, <laughs> not the other way around. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I love the casting. I, I love all the all the cast members are some of my favorite. That 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 movie has some of the best casting there is. Like that group of people are some of my favorites that I watch. Uh, in this day and age, they're they're really great. Well, yeah, I mean, if you just the entire cover of the movie, Ken Watanabe, award winner from uh, Last Samurai, he was in. You know, this is a Christopher Nolan movie, so it relates to Batman Begins. He was in there. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, an acclaimed actor who was also in a Christopher Nolan movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellen Page, Tom Hardy, Killian Murphy, Killian Murphy, uh, Tom yep. Berenger. Tom Berenger's in this movie. I forgot how I. I was like, it's Tom Berenger. 
And I loved seeing him in here. Michael Caine, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, the movie is does not have a shortage of good acting in it. I will tell you that right now. Um, but it, it is it is a great experience. If you've never watched it, plan one of those nights where you don't have anything to do, your phone is off, and sit down and let and, and absorb into this movie. Yeah, and, and like you said, I like that. Turn your brain on. Because, and that's that's the thing about movies like that. And I, I've had discussions with people at work where those type of movies just don't do it for them. If it requires a lot of brain on time, they, I know it sounds, it sounds silly. They watched a movie to turn their brain off, you know. And, and a lot of movies like that don't get the attention they need because they require you to actually follow and pay attention for two and a half hours straight. I mean, you need to watch every moment. Right. Well, I mean, people have a... It's when people expect the wrong type of things. I mean, if you walk into the Lost World sequel and are expecting to have your brain tantalized, no, that's not what that's for. That's turn your brain, brain off, eat your popcorn, and let it soak into your face. It's... You know, it's just fun. Right. It's right, movie right. spectacle in in grand fashion. It's not Citizen Kane. You're you're judging it wrong. That's not the movie you played for. Oh. It's I I love movies like that. Anything you've watched nothing, recently? Man. You haven't watched anything at night? You haven't watched any like Cloak and Dagger or Doctor Who or nothing. You haven't seen nothing. Diablo. Dead to the world. Diablo, El Diablo. How are the how are the cutscenes in? Dude, it's Blizzard, so you know it's amazing. <sighs> That's a six year old game, six years old, and still when the cutscenes kick in, I'm just like, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Seriously, it looks so great on my TV. Like I, I love it. I have my friend Dave has a PS Pro with a 4K TV, and I, I know his looks probably two or three times better than mine, and I love mine. Ah. Now, here, here I, I do want to ask this. Now, okay, I, I did not believe this when I heard it, but I did some research, and I guess it's right. The, the PlayStation Pro doesn't play 4K Blu-rays. It only, it only puts out 4K video game footage is that correct that i believe that is ah that sucks dude <laughs> like oh that's one of the reasons i wanted to get one it's like oh well, and it played because that's the smart thing about what they did with the ps3 it's got the blu-ray right. player built in well hell blu-ray players are the same price why don't i just get the game system that also plays blu-rays and that's what everybody thought except for yep. sean who went xbox and hd <laughs> Hey, if anybody wants an Xbox 360 with an <laughs> HD DVD player. And quite you know, a few movies. He's got a library. Yeah, I got a library of HD movies. But don't worry. GameStop offered me $35 one time. Burn it to the ground. Those are great. Uh, okay, I will make fun of you for having the HD stuff. But your HD movie library is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they can They can all burn. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them, dude. I'm gonna keep them just because, you know, one of these days somebody's gonna be like, "What is that?" It's, it's gonna it's be the it's the Betamax of the HD revolution. It's gonna okay? be like the Amiga. Like, look, I've got a boxed Amiga. Oh my God, nobody has those. I'll pay a thousand dollars for this. Awesome, oh, dude. Paid I could off. only I could only dream about somebody being like, in search of rare HD movies. Oh, <laughs> it could happen. I know, I know it actually could happen, but will it? Probably not, because I'm collecting it. Listen, if if ni- if there are 90s comics out there that are pulling 800 to $2,000, and a- there's an HD movie you probably have that will, that will, that will bank hey, something. <laughs> hey, I do have the, the original HD King Kong, and if I'm first ever movie to be HD. Nice. So... That'll be awesome. Oh, dude. I, I got nothing else this week. What do you got? Oh, I got Beetlejuice finally on Blu-ray. It was five bucks at Walmart. I did not have it in my collection. I didn't have it on DVD. So I got Beetlejuice. Nice. I love it. I love that most. movie. Love that movie. Tim Burton is... What's what's the next movie coming out by Tim Burton? It's uh, uh, Dumbo. 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 He's yeah. doing Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. I, Michelle's terrified... That she says she, we won't go. Well, she said if it wasn't Tim Burton, she would go, but uh, she just can't stand it because uh, she's she's afraid that like you know the Dumbo beating scenes are going to be too realistic and too harsh for to watch. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's Tim Burton, man. It's Tim Burton, though. I mean, <sighs> he's pretty he's pretty dark. I think I think we've had this discussion before, but I mean Tim Burton is when people say Tim Burton, you know the vision. I mean, it's it's so visual that I can't describe what it is. It's Beetlejuice has it, Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, Alice in Wonderland, not so much. It's there. Tim Burton's there. Yes, it's there. Trust me, Batman. It's there. there. Edward Scissorhands is eat up with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd. I mean, it, yes, you get it all. Like, but but there's offs. There's like Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Not so much. Not that good. Um, Big Fish. I've heard is amazing. I still have not oh, watched it. Dude, that is I've my seen shame. Big Fish in the theaters. That is my shame. It, I, I have it, to default a, to Sean. <laughs> it's very it's very good, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it it's. Not one you want to watch with the boys because somebody will be cutting onions by the end of it. <laughs> it's a, it, it, oh, it, it's a great film. Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow, one of my favorite, my favorite Halloween movie to watch. Sleepy Hollow, Tim Burton, Sleepy Hollow. I'm just done, done. That's it. Dark Shadows is okay. It was fun. It, it, it was, was fun. way more fun than what I thought it would be. Yeah, I got it for five bucks on on. Uh, no, I think it was cheap. I think it was like three three dollars on DVD. It we was went fine. as a we went <laughs> as a family to see it in a theater, and I mean everybody, uh, Michelle and I, uh, Josh and uh, Trista, mom and dad, everybody went. It was awesome. Uh, Planet of the Apes. No, don't don't watch that one. Don't don't <laughs> don't. Yeah, do no, don't. Let me ask you this, and and I know we're we're long in the tooth here, but how did the movie Mars Attacks land on you? 
I like Mars Attacks. You do? Oh, yeah. God! Oh, yeah, I can't. I, it. I can't. I can't. Tom Jones? Why is Tom Jones here? <laughs> Dude, I like Mars Attacks. Pierce Brosnan, you're, you're missing... What? You're... Uh, okay. No, uh, I can't. I can't. Funny movie. I have to look away. I can't stare it directly in the face. Yes, you can. Uh, our, and I'll say Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I'm done. Um, Tim Burton's great. All right, man. Well, on Twitter, you can find me at Maynard98. On Vero, Sean Thomas. Come on over to Vero. Try it out. I'm telling you. We, we need more people over there. I uh, I know listening that I need you to make an account. Come on over. We'll have fun. I promise. It's a good time over there. Rick, where can they find you? Well, I am also Ricky Westbrook on Vero. I'm Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. I am Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. I am uh, on Instagram. I'm there. Wow. Holler at me. Send me a message. Tell me my stuff sucks. I don't care. Just send me something. Yes, yes, that's true. I need to see those Transformers cards, man. I need to make a trip uh, up there to see you, just to see those. Well, you know, funny enough you mentioned that. Just wrapping up, um, I just did an interview with uh, Ben Yee of BWTF.com. He covers Transformers stuff. Um, he's going to be doing an article on the TF card site and some other stuff that I, I've talked to with him, and we may be getting an interview. So that, You crazy guy. I'm so proud of you. That will be coming in the future. So yeah, You're the man, dude. I'm proud of you. Way to go. Yes. All right, man. That, that's an end. As George would say, let's end on a high note. For Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Okay, tail in tail in conversation here. Um, so, Hasbro hasn't said anything about this, but all of these, like, people have already got this stuff in hand. There's a G1 hot rod, like a G1 box that's new that they've put out. Well, uh, uh, Robot Kingdom, and that's the site I couldn't remember, who's already been selling these, has already put up a new G1 Starscream in in G1 box, but it's it's the it's a newer version of the mold where they um, they did a Japanese exclusive where he came with a Megatron gun that fits in his hand and it's G1, um, and that's the version we're getting. And then they're also doing a Devastator box set, and they're doing a, uh, a like an eight box set of the G1 mini bots. You know the Bumblebee, Cliff Jumper, those guys. I want it. I want them all. And Hasbro I, hasn't said shit about it. <laughs> I just want the Hot Rod and the Starscream. Those, I'll, how much? If I could get two of those for fifty bucks, I'm gonna set those on a shelf and be happy, dude.
All right, well, hold on just a second, and I can tell you. I know you can get the hot rod. Uh, I think it's 35 is what they're selling him for. Let me look, let me look. And I think he may be sold out already. But Walmart has... They're Walmart exclusive, so Walmart's going to have them cheaper. Yeah, okay, so they were selling the G1 hot rod for 35.90, which means it's probably going to be $29, $25. I mean, yeah. since Walmart hasn't seen it yet or had a price, they probably said, we're going to make some money on this. And then the Starscream, they have priced it 41 So it'll okay. probably be, it'll probably be 30 35 35 Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they've got others, like the, I think the Devastator is like 80 and the Minibots are like 70 So they're like 70 and 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 50 probably. But, yeah. Uh, those when they come out, I, I've stopped buying anything else. I'm going to start saving for these. Uh, I've got I've got an original box G1 Starscream. I got for thirty thirty five dollars in like ninety five. I bought it from a guy from, in Australia. He had a dead stock box of unopened Starscreams. That's awesome. And, you and he's got like, one. first come, first serve, thirty five each. I was like, done. <sighs> And I have a I have a box G one Starscream. That is awesome. What's that worth? Oh, uh, I haven't even thought about selling it, but I mean, probably, um, easily one fifty to two hundred. That's awesome, dude. Way to go! Mm -hmm. Nice. See, turning a profit. Yeah, but that's not something to make. I just I wouldn't I wouldn't sell it. In fact, I may spend more money on it and. And seal it. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, right. hello. Uh, yeah. Fries are done. Well, that's fine. Right. We're done. All right, Twitter. See you, man. Bye. Bye.